Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Eileen Talks Menopause. When it comes to menopause, I always say knowledge is power. So keep listening to learn about all things perimenopause and menopause and gain the knowledge and power to take control of your symptoms, ease worries, and find the answers to questions you didn't even know you had. Anxiety often tops the list as one of the worst symptoms and it's also one of the most common ones. In my podcast this week, I talk about this troublesome symptom, including why it increases in the perimenopause and what you can do to ease anxiety. So let's get started. The thing to realise with anxiety that it's not just emotional symptoms, it can be really horrible physical symptoms that go with the anxiety. So it's being aware that some of the symptoms you may be experiencing are linked to any type of anxiety that you may be getting um, as well. For some women in the perimenopause anxiety, it can be a phase or it can just come at certain times of the month. But for other women, it can increase quite dramatically as time goes on. They may even, you know, get to the point where they feel as if they're having a nervous breakdown. And I get so many women that tell me they think they're going mad or crazy or they're just losing the plot. Um, And this sort of physical and emotional symptom, it can impact quite dramatically on your life. It can impact on your relationships and your family. It can impact on your job and also how you see yourself. If you're getting these symptoms all the time, then it can really interfere with how you feel about how you're coping with life in in general. Um, It can also um, include, so the symptoms themselves can be irritability, you just get fed up of people, you find that you've got lack of patience, it can be the nervous tension, you just might find that you're clenching your teeth and your shoulders are really stiff all the time. It can be anxiety itself, so it it may well be that you're anxious at going out the front door, you're anxious about things you have to do at work, about meeting people. So it can be feelings that before all this started, it wouldn't have even um, come to notice. You wouldn't have noticed anything amiss. It can also be fearfulness. You can start to fear real things like driving. This seems to be quite a, a common one for a lot of women. They suddenly get very afraid of driving. But it can also be what you may feel are irrational fears. So you can start to be fearful about dying, about your family, your loved ones, you, be, you can become so fearful about what's going on in, in the world all around you. It can also be increased paranoia. This can be a really frightening one. You may feel that everybody's ganging up on you and that you're not being left alone. It can be worrying about day-to-day things, but that worry will continue throughout the day, whether you're thinking about these things or not. Physical symptoms, it can be things like a racing heart, it can be palpitations, it can be panic attacks. I know for me with, with the anxiety, it just my stomach just felt as if somebody was wringing it out really um, harshly. There's just that horrible kind of cramping feeling going on right around the, the whole belly button area. 
So the main cause of this, it's the hormones. Most of us at some point in, in our monthly cycle would have found that just before a period, maybe you got a little bit more irritable or you did tend to worry a bit more or things were a little bit gloomier, maybe your mood just dipped. And that's what happens when your oestrogen starts to fall before a period, your mood goes down. In a monthly cycle, within a few days, your hormones start to rise again. So you come out of that emotional feeling. The problem is that when you're going through the menopause or the perimenopause, as you get towards a period, your oestrogen can fall really quickly. So your moods can go from up to down, literally within seconds. And that can then continue for much longer because it's much more difficult for your hormones to rebalance as, as you're starting um, the, the, the perimenopause here. The other things that can happen is that other symptoms can contribute to your anxiety. So that would be hot flushes and night sweats. They can cause dehydration and dehydration will severely impact on your nervous system, making you much more jumpy and your, your emotions going much more um, up and down. It can be um, poor sleep. We know that poor sleep is a big issue in the perimenopause. So if you're not sleeping well, you're not rested, so your nervous system is going to be more jumpy the next day. If you're anxious all day, that's going to affect your sleep. And that can be a real vicious cycle. It can just go on continually and just wear you down further and further. Does this go away as time goes on? It's a difficult one to answer because it's going to be different for every single woman. For some women in the perimenopause, it really is linked to the hormonal cycle so that when that starts to ease off, as your periods get less and less, then the anxiety can ease off as well. It also depends on your lifestyle. What else are you doing? If you've got a really busy life, if you're not um, looking after yourself well, then the anxiety is more likely to um, hang around here. So what other things you can do to help yourself? It's the basics. And I know it's easy for me to say, look after yourself, get plenty of rest and relaxation. I know how difficult it is, but just trying to find the time to do these things can have a huge impact on, on how you feel. So it's making sure you have a really good diet. Don't let your blood sugars dip because that can actually cause anxiety as well. I know for me, if my blood sugars get too low, and even now it happens, I get extremely irritable and, and bad tempered. So I've learned over time just to make sure that I eat really regularly and that helps to keep my mood much more stable. Remember to drink the water. Um, dehydration is such a big issue in anxiety and stress. So the more you drink your one and a half to two liters a day, that can make a difference within a couple of days at how you feel. So it can be as quick as that. Try and get plenty of sleep. Again, I know it's a difficult one if you are not sleeping particularly well, but there are things and herbs that you can take to help you um, have a much more better sleep. It's the deep breathing. When we're anxious, and it's a really interesting um, sort of scenario that, you know, that there is research on it. If you are breathing very shallowly, so it's sort of 
this, you know, from here up, this kind of breathing actually affects the, the anxiety part of the nervous system, the panic start of the nervous system. So if you're continuing to shallow breathe, you are going to feed that panic and anxiety. Whereas if you're doing very deep breathing, the, the deep breathing of the lungs is actually attached to the calming aspect of the nervous system. So if you are doing really deep, slow breathing, the anxiety and the panic part of your nervous system can't engage at the same time. So it's a really um, worthwhile tip to learn is just to keep practicing whenever you have a minute, the slow, deep breathing so that whenever you do feel there's any anxiety or panic coming in, you can jump in with a deep breathing just within a thought or two. It's such a good tip to, to get to grips with. You can also look at the calming herbs such as lemon balm, passiflora and valerian. So you could look at our um, passiflora tablets. They've got lemon balm in them, valerian. They've got a little bit of, of magnesium in them too, which as we know is wonderful for calming the nervous system. Or you could try our passiflora complex spray. And this is something that you can keep in your bag and use as and when you need it. Also, the other things to avoid those foods and drinks that are really going to um, trigger your nervous system. So it's all the things that we like. It's the caffeine, it's the alcohol, it's the high salt and the sugar food. So really keep these to a minimum. And that again can have a big impact on your nervous system. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you did, don't forget to subscribe. Take care and thank you for listening.